Real Presence Live. That which is beautiful will manifest itself in truth and in goodness. Local. The challenges that we're facing in our generation, we just need the gospel. I mean, every every culture, every generation just needs to know how the gospel applies. Engaging. We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the life. It gives us the life. Live. The reality is, He is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God. And good morning, folks. Welcome to Real Presence Live. Uh, we are indeed live from the Varden Golf Course in Minot, North Dakota. We are at the annual Bishop Ryan Catholic Schools Foundation uh, Golf Scramble. And uh, uh, my name is Mike Kidrowski. I am here with uh, co-host Father David Richter. Good morning, Father David. Good morning, Mike. It is a wonderful, beautiful day. These are the mornings we dream about in February. Yes, 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 yes. And and usually all through the summer, too. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Father David, uh, thank you for carving out some time to be with us uh, today. Uh, and uh, you'll get the golf later on. Yes, yes. All right. Uh, at least try to. Are you are you in it for the for the win? Uh, I, I uh, well, we'll try. <laughs> But I'm not going to be much help to that. So, but I'll I'll have fun. Indeed, indeed. Yeah, we just yeah. appreciate you being here, Father David. And as we do with all our live shows, could you lead us in prayer, please? Absolutely. Let us begin in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good and gracious God, King of the universe, Creator of all that is good of everything that you have made. We see the beauty of nature here today at the golf course. The beauty of humanity is the people that generously come to support this beautiful school, Bishop Ryan Catholic School, that is growing and thriving. And so we ask that you would bless this day, this time together as we share uh, with uh, Lindsay and Father Brandon this first hour. We ask that you would uh Bless all those who are coming to participate and that it would be a fruitful uh, tournament, not just fruitful financially or for today, but fruitful for eternity in giving you glory. And so we ask you to bless us and to guide us as we share these beautiful things today about Bishop Ryan and their golf scramble. And we ask all this through Christ our Lord. Amen. 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 Father, the Son, Son and, and the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you. Awesome job, uh, Father. And, uh, gee, let's just get right into this. We have uh, uh, two special guests here this morning, uh, Father David. Uh, we have Lindsay Wald. Welcome, Lindsay. Thank you for having me. Lindsay is the uh, Director of uh, Mission Advancement for the Bishop Ryan Catholic Schools, and also the Bishop Ryan Catholic Schools Foundation. And we also have uh, Father Brandon Wolf. Good morning. Good morning, Father Brandon, and uh, good to have you here. Father Brandon is the Dean of Students, uh, coming in as the new Dean of Students for the uh, Catholic Schools in uh, Minot. I know I didn't get that quite right, but you'll, you're going to correct that. <laughs> so anyway... Uh, and Father David, what's what's so unique about having them both on the air here? 
Well, something unique we were yes, talking about. Yes, yes, very unique. Brother and sister. So um, Lindsay's uh, the the little sister of Father Brandon, and uh, and they both went to Bishop Ryan Catholic School, um, and now they're both going to be working together there, and and so uh, they're they're fabulous. Fantastic. That that's going to be this is going to be a great interview, folks. Uh, uh, welcome back, Lindsay. We were we were up in, in Minot at the uh, uh, Bishop Ryan High School. Uh, in March, and right. and now uh, it's a little bit better weather now. Praise be to God. Uh, but for those of you uh, hearing you for the first time, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Uh, thanks again for having me today. Uh, so I started at Bishop Ryan. This is actually uh, my second year anniversary, I think, today. And uh, prior to that, I was actually an alumna of the school. I graduated in two thousand five. And this coming year, I have three student or three kids of my own that'll be at the school. Um, wow. My husband also graduated from Bishop Ryan, as well as my dad and many aunts and uncles and siblings and you name it. So there's like a long line of uh, lion pride in our family. So I'm excited to be a part of the mission of the school and uh, carry it into the next generation. Oh, how exciting! There are a lot of exciting things happening at Bishop Ryan Catholic Schools, Father David. It, it's just exciting to have these folks. Yes. Uh, here with yes. us this morning. Uh, and then our, our second guest this morning uh, is uh, Father Brandon Wolf. Welcome. Uh, Thank again, you for having me. And so uh, uh, for those I- I meeting you for the first time, can you tell us a little bit about uh, your story and how the Lord has called you to the priesthood and now to Bishop Ryan? Well, sure. I'll uh, abbreviate it since it's quite a long story. <laughs> uh, but no, Lindsay and I had great parents uh, that planted the first seeds of faith uh, in our lives, and uh, at least on my part, I won't speak for Lindsay, uh, for my part, uh, those were seeds that were kind of in hibernation for quite a few years uh, as I'd reached my late teens, early 20s, and finally, uh, through God's grace and, and recalling a lot of those memories and of searching for truth and, and peace and happiness in my life, he finally got me back to where he wanted me. And so I was able to uh, enter seminary, and I was ordained in 2019. So I've been a priest for three years. And uh, the last three years, I've been down in Mandan at Spirit of Life as a parochial vicar. And then I've had a couple of different jobs within Light of Christ schools in Bismarck, most recently as the chaplain in teaching eighth grade religion. So it's been a real, real graced uh, time these last few years. Uh, uh, what a great story. And uh, uh, Father Brandon, I can't. I, I can't pass up this opportunity. You know, people love our, our listeners uh, across the network from uh, Rochester, Minnesota, up to Williston, North Dakota. Uh, hello to those listeners in Gillette, our far uh, southwest corner, and also those in Duluth and Superior. Uh, welcome this morning. And, uh, uh, you know, our listeners love to hear uh, your call, the, the seminarians call, the priests call to... Uh, to, to serve and uh, you mentioned there was uh, uh, there's a story there that uh, if, if, if you couldn't unpack that a little bit uh, you saw something that was lacking probably in your late teens early 20s and can can you unpack that a little bit certainly yeah no I, I had uh, over time it kind of come to see just within um, whether it's friend groups or just being out in the world and starting to work and those sort of thing, that there weren't very many people that really kind of lived and believed what my parents did, to be honest, outside of maybe some, you know, aunts and uncles and that sort of thing. And so 
Um, I started just kind of questioning that in my all-knowing late teens and early 20s, right, uh-huh. uh, as so many people do, um, and thinking that, you know, maybe mom and dad got this wrong. And so uh, ah. I kind of went to more of the worldly side of things and, and starting to uh, participate in all that the world could possibly offer because, at one, I wasn't sure, and then over time, as your conscience kind of starts to die and all of these things you kind of get deeper and deeper and deeper and then uh towards the end after you know uh failed relationships and finding that happiness isn't found in you know jobs or money or and even friends right not not the ultimate happiness to put i think one of the greatest uh, awarenesses that i had come to was that i was looking for salvation whether it was in people or money or jobs, right? I'm trying to make them, I say, well, that's not fair to any person, right? You, to make somebody that's purely human your savior, that, that can't happen, right? And so I found myself in a very unhappy place, and I was actually living with Jordan, my brother-in-law now at that time. And uh, praise be to God, he had at least just kind of put up the blip. It's not like we were, you know, super faithful and going to mass and all that stuff, but he at least would walk inside of a church at that time, whereas, you know, I had not. And he had just eventually invited me uh, to come to Mass one day. And uh, just to appease him so he wouldn't ask me anymore, I went. And so at least God kind of put it back into... He might have taken himself. a few laughs to get to that <laughs> yeah, point. That's so. Right. <laughs> and so, uh, but there was something about walking back into the church after a number of years where there was a peace there. And uh, I kind of ignored it. And then uh, one early, early morning right um early early morning uh i went outside and i was just thinking you know if this is all there is uh this is not worth it and so uh, i finally just kind of for the first time in in years and years said a real prayer and just said god if you're real i just want to be happy you know and he responded with uh you won't be happy till you're my priest Ah. uh, basically and at that time that was very frustrating uh (laughs) enraging really i think that's not something i wanted to hear wasn't something that was on my mind uh nothing i ever wanted uh but i couldn't deny that that whatever that was it wasn't like an audible voice but that interior voice it was very crystal clear i couldn't deny it anymore and so i finally through a long process finally made it back to the church it's amazing Thanks for sharing, Brandon. Um, I've just been pondering here um, the grace of God as you're describing how that works. It's not uh, planned or expected. Uh, It simply can be received or rejected. And uh, that interior freedom to be able to do that is is a beautiful thing. So I want to just... For you guys, I know you guys know, but um, just share a little bit. So the first time I met Brandon Wolf, I was the pastor down in Linton, and I knew Father Adam Mouse and Corey Nelson, and Corey Nelson is a alumni of, of Bishop Ryan. And they convinced Brandon Wolf to come down to go to our ordination. <laughs> and, uh, and he stayed uh, at, with us at the, the rectory down in Linton. So that that's where... Our paths started, and um, later he served a summer with me here at St. John's in Minot. Um, I was on sabbatical over in Rome when he was there, and so we got to hang out. And then 
lo and, be, lo and behold, all of a sudden I realized that his sister, who got hired at the school, lives about four blocks from the parish. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and so I've, I've had the opportunity to go over and, and uh, hang out with the Wald family and um, ah, intend great. to do even more. And yeah. uh, it's just, it's been an answer to have, I, I have a big family. I have a lot of people that I... No, but it's nice to have those uh, married family friends to just be able to go and visit, and and so it, the, the the these two are are, are very much a, a gift and a grace, and now they're both going to be at Bishop Ryan's school, which uh, I, you know. So praise be to God, and and uh, uh, so let's go to go to. But if you're just joining us, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for. Uh, thank you for uh, joining us today. Uh, we're visiting with uh, Father Brandon Wolf, the uh, the uh, Dean of Students at. Uh, uh, am I correct in saying, Father Brandon? Uh, correct me. You are the Dean of Students for the Bishop Ryan Catholic, Catholic School. school. Yep. Ca- Catholic School. It's just the one school because it's pre-K through twelve, all under one roof. And so my primary focus, though, will be six through twelve. Got it. Okay. Thank you. I knew that there was some some something there I was missing. Thank you for that clarification. And then we're also visiting with uh, Lindsay Wald. Is the uh, Director of Mission Advancement for Bishop Ryan Catholic Schools. So, uh, Lindsay, uh, you, you, you mentioned, I think it was Father Brandon that mentioned great parents. Great yep. parents. And you have the same parents. If you're just joining us, we're bro- <laughs> visiting with uh, brother and sister here. And uh, uh, let's let's talk about that uh, growing up. Uh, what do you remember as something that was uh, uh, meaningful and spiritual that your family get, did together? Yeah, so our parents definitely played a critical role in, in our lives and, and where we're at today spiritually and with our relationship with God. Um, I know one thing that was really uh, vital and impactful, I guess, for me was that we did a holy hour uh, very consistently, as well as pray the rosary at home very consistently. And I truly believe that um, the graces that we received through that uh, really have brought us to where we are today. Yes. That's beautiful. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, we're, we're coming up on a break here, uh, uh, Father David. Yep. And, uh, uh, gee, uh, again, uh, I want to thank uh, Father Brandon uh, and, uh, and Lindsay for uh, carving out some time. And we're glad that you joined us today. We're going to be back here uh, after the break with more on the uh, Catholic schools in Minot, North Dakota. We're visiting with the Dean of Students and also the Director of Mission Advancement. Uh, Please stay tuned. Don't go away. Yep. Yep. We'll even get a little golfing. (laughs) Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Do you know a priest who has made a difference in your life or at your parish? One who has helped you through a loss, discern an important decision, or celebrated the sacraments with you and your family? Real Presence Radio would like to know about these amazing priests. Visit our website at realpresenceradio.com slash contact to nominate your priest. And each week on Real Presence Live, we will recognize one of our priests with a dozen donuts generously donated by a local business. Help us honor our fathers by nominating your priest today. I'm Carrie Dew, Executive Director of Riverview Place. 
I've worked my entire career in healthcare as a social worker in the hospital, skilled nursing, and hospice settings. I love my job. Not only do I get to work with a caring, dedicated team that displays human kindness to every resident, it's a privilege to offer seniors a lifestyle that reminds me of what it felt like to grow up in the small rural town of Buffalo, North Dakota. To join our faith-based community, call us today for a tour at 701-412-1952. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with a creative gift planning tip. Have interruptions impacted your charitable giving? If you feel like you have less to give this year or are waiting until you get through these recent challenges, we want to let you know about some creative gift options that won't cost you a dime this year. For example, you could designate Real Presence Radio as the beneficiary of all or percentage of your IRA or make RPR beneficiary of a percentage of your estate or specific asset. Make a bequest commitment gift this year without impacting your savings or investments. To learn more about the benefits of making a charitable bequest, please visit our plan giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. We're here at Varden Golf Course in Minot, North Dakota. Uh, I'm Father David Richter with Mike Kudrowski, and we have two wonderful guests Father Brandon Wolf and his sister Lindsay Wald, who both work at Bishop Ryan Catholic School. And as we enter into this segment, uh, brothers and sisters, um, I can't help but have many things to rejoice. Lindsay's second year of working at Bishop Ryan, but the biggest thing um, that we have to celebrate is the the re. Uh, removal of the Roe vs. Wade decision that happened Friday. And, and it, mm-hmm. I, I guess I didn't troll the, the, the media to see, you know, what was all being said, but there should have been parades and celebrations all over. Is the first day in 49 and a half years that we woke up and it wasn't a right to eliminate, to kill a baby. Um, and this is something we've been praying for and hoping for and, and has affected our world and our country. Uh, certainly, uh, millions and millions of babies um, were never capable of going to Bishop Ryan School or any other school. And so this big change, um, I, I feel a little guilty that there wasn't, that I didn't celebrate more. And so just want to ask your reactions, Lindsay. You have beautiful children, a beautiful family mm-hmm. that I know well. Father Brandon, you've been working with kids in, in junior high and teaching them. And how does this how how has it affected you? What what was your feeling? And um, how do you think it will impact you know school work and and dealing with kids because they've never known a world where it wasn't legal. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's it's so exciting. Like you said, with something that we've prayed really tirelessly for. I think that. 
um, it's been encouraging and exciting to see all of our students when they've marched, you know, in Washington and, and come home and, you know, to see them all get to post these signs that they've, you know, waited so long um, to have become a reality, you know, that this yeah. really happened. And um, so there's been a lot of good things happening, too. Like you said, I, I did follow social media a little bit. And, of course, there is a lot of resistance. But um, you see a lot of the good, too, and a lot of the excitement. And um, that's encouraging. Good. Good. Father Absolutely. Uh, no, we, we would be remiss to not to not mention this and give glory to God, uh, praise to God, uh, noticing how his providence works, right? Because I think the vast majority of people that at least I've talked to and, and myself as well falling into, uh, even though we may fight hard uh, for the lives of children and have for all of these years, you know, I've been to the march numerous times, we become accustomed to it. And there's a, somewhat of a despair, I think, that had set in for a long time. The vast majority of people that I know, and I certainly didn't think myself, that there would, could be any sort of uh, set of circumstances that would come about where this would actually get overturned. It's surprising. It's surprising. Unfortunately, it's surprising. And, and it is a beautiful thing. And uh, the other thing that I notice, I just want to mention, you know, to continue to pray, the, the fight has really only just begun, right? right. right. Uh, right. We Good need job. to make sure that uh, North Dakota always remains free to be able to choose to not have babies be killed here. Yeah. And that's our duty now. And it, it begins now. Uh, the abortion uh, facility in Fargo is shut down for the next 30 days because they have to be. Uh, as the legislature looks over the trigger law that went into effect, and they are currently in the process of trying to raise money so they can open a new one in Moorhead in Minnesota. And so it looks like North Dakota yeah. will be completely free from any abortion facilities, and that's awesome. Right. And so to, to never, ever tire, and, and I pray God that we never take this for granted again. Yeah, and really this is a shift, right, because... Getting the law changed is the first step, but the more important step that we have been praying for and need to continue in a very gracious and generous way is for hearts to be changed. That's right. Exactly. Because otherwise, yeah, let's just find a new place. Let's go do this. And let's, and so, so yeah, to just be able to really pray like crazy for the hearts of those that somehow think that this is a freedom to to do that is is so important that we really uh, have the fervor to pray uh, with a joyful sense inviting others to that freedom and and that's going to be the big task and we're going to need some inspired leaders to help us do that um, in our churches in our schools um, the teaching system because everyone's a product as you said of our culture and that was you know huge so Yesterday, those that are in Minot probably know about this. We had the, what's, it sounds kind of strange, the name of it. People always say, what's that? <laughs> the Big Smoke event. The Sarah Club to Foster Vocations does a cookout, and there's priests and seminarians involved. And is a busy weekend and is a glorious hearing the decision, but I never really took time. And uh, yesterday... Uh, I had a little time as things were going well. We were getting ready, and there's families coming through with kids. And I, 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 I'm not an emotional, externally emotional guy, but um, there was a time where there's just tears that came to my eyes. 
these years of these little ones that didn't get to see what we see to participate in what we do and and i think there's a it's a time for some grieving too um for mm. not not even just those that participated in it those of us that saw it happening and so um it just kind of is a surprise just just kind of god hitting that you know there's there is a time to cry and there's a time to rejoice and and we want to do those in the right order so um I just wanted to thank you for your your responses and and I I think it, it just it looks bright but it, there's still a lot of work I I really believe and I I I don't know I suspect you haven't talked about how to do that in the school system but the Catholic school was already teaching that so I don't think it's going to be as big of a shock there as it will be in some of the others No it's all it's always the same message right it's the dignity of life made in the image and likeness of God, and that no one under any circumstances has a right to take uh, that innocent life for any reason whatsoever. It's not for us to do. Uh, it's always about the, the person yeah. that God has created. Very good. So, Father Brandon, um, I, I know, I've, I think I have a sense, and, and people have asked, well, uh, what? what's Father Brandon's position? Dean of Students. Oh, so he's going to be the punisher? (laughs) What is a Dean of Students? What is human formation? I'm going to start wearing a big skull on the front of my (laughs) blacks so that everybody knows I'm coming. No, um, ultimately what it is, it's about human formation. And so is discipline a part of that? Sure, right? But the main, my main focus is going to be on teaching what we would call in the church virtue ethics, and so it's a reordering of the way in which we think about what our behaviors are, what responsibility is, and that it has to do with freedom and the fullness of Christ living in us. And so it's not about myself or a, a principal or God on his throne uh, shaking his finger at us and saying, don't do this because I don't like that. Right. But it's rather about being able uh, to know what is good and then to choose that freely. And showing how that's what helps the human person to thrive the best is is what God's uh, commands are, right? He made us. He has the rule book. He has the owner's manual, as it were. Sure. And so my hope is that as this develops, first year, obviously, it's going to take a few years, I think, to get everything, you know, the way uh, it would be the best, perhaps. But ultimately, what I'm hoping to be is an advocate for the students, right? An advocate for them. Uh, between them and, and administration, them and parents, coaches, you know, whatever, uh, so that we can get the students in the best position according to their own personality and the things that they're going through and each of them remembering that each one is going to have to work on different sure. virtue and each one has different vices to overcome because they're each individual. Sure. And, but to be able to put more of a focus, hopefully, of working with them one-on-one as need be, right? And so it's not so much as a a discipline in the kind of maybe modern sense that we think of discipline, but truly the way the church envisions discipline. So what, how does the church envision discipline? Well, what are they? Prayer, fasting, almsgiving. These are things that build up the person. They're, They're for our good. And so to remove the negativity from anything having to do with responsibility, discipline, and that stuff, but to see how it builds me to be the very best that I can be. So it just came to me, something that I do with uh, my marriage prep 
is go over disciplining their children of how to raise healthy children. And so bringing you into this, Lindsay, and I think applying it to what I just heard Father Brandon saying, in order to rightly discipline a kid, you need to know them because one child might need a different discipline. Um, but if you don't know them, if you're just giving a punishment, it oftentimes doesn't help them be who they need to be. So if there's acting out in school, it, it, the issue isn't just punishing it. It's finding out what's causing it, right? So, it, you right. know, raising your own children, um, you have a vast, you know, advice for to help your brother of how, how do you look at who this child is? And what do they need, not what is the punishment you want to give them, right? How, how would you word well, that? I mean, I think he's going to have a lot of really positive, uh, a really positive influence on not only my children, but in all the students in the school. Um, because uh, I think through seminary and just in, in everything that they've been formed and taught to do, they just have a really deep knowledge of what's you know right and wrong and what's what works and what doesn't work. And uh, with my own kids, I do have those kids that are vastly different. I mean, they're the polar opposite as you can possibly get my two boys they're 12 basically a year apart and uh and it's exa- it's such a good point to say like what are their specific things that they struggle with and what are the things that are going to matter to them um so i think that's a really good point to remember and even something i need to remind myself of a mm-hmm. lot you know is mm-hmm. am i really giving them what they need um especially with younger ones you know it's not so much a punitive standpoint a lot of times right. it's just redirecting like mm-hmm. where do they need to be and you know how can i get them there uh, so, yeah, I think uh, it's really an exciting time for the school to be coming into the next year and having that influence uh, for all of our students. Yeah. So in some way, you, you'll be doing the same job, just in a different venue, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, we're we're going to teach our parents, too, not just the students. we got to teach the parents what to do. So this is, this is great. All right, folks. Um, uh, we'll be back uh, after this break. Uh, my name is Mike Kidrowski, and I'm here with Father David Richter, and we're uh, hosting this morning. We'll be with you for the next hour and a half, and we're visiting with uh, Father Brandon Wolf, the Dean of Students at uh, Bishop Ryan Catholic Schools, and also with Lindsay Wall, the Director of the Mission Advancement yeah. for Bishop Ryan. And maybe when we come back, we can actually talk about the golf scramble. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, folks, uh, we'll be right back in a few minutes. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. 